You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. 107.7 The Franchise. It's your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton here in the Franchise Studios. Joined, as always, by Drake and Josh. Thunder didn't. They didn't find a way tonight. They did not find a way tonight. Yes, I am joined by Drake Vitito, Josh Conant, as I always am, here on the post game show. The Thunder lose in Minnesota, one twenty to ninety five. Um, gentlemen, uh, shout out to everyone who is uh, hanging out with us on the uh, the Twitch watch along. Uh, seriously, it's so much fun. There's a you know, kind of an idea that we threw out there and we said, what the heck, why not? Let's just, let's just do it. And yeah, uh, it's been awesome, man. It's been awesome hanging out with everyone, uh, interacting with you guys uh, on the chat, man. Uh, while we watch some, some Thunder basketball this season, uh, it's been awesome. And I think it's going to uh, continue next year. At least that's our plan to uh, do it every single away game. Um, we'll hop on Twitch, me, Drake and Josh, and then whoever, whoever else wants to join us. Uh, you know, Ryan Chapman was joined us the last two last two games and uh you know it was a it was a welcome addition ryan definitely has an open invite uh anytime he is he is the best but daniel bell will hop in some i know um but that, that's that's gonna be awesome that's something to look forward to uh for next year as well but uh vibes are at an all-time low a little bit tonight josh yeah vibes are low man it's not it's not how you want to end the season and i i think sports is kind of sickening in that way because the thunder by no means deserve to lose by 25 in a game to push for the playoffs like they don't deserve that they've really had a good season they've really exceeded expectations and you guys have said it it's kind of just icing on a cake at this point like it is just extra games you're playing with house money you can see what you do uh but it's just it hurts especially being that close to the playoffs all you have to do is beat the Timberwolves team without a few guys and they they were tough. The rims were just not allowing balls to fall. Passes were getting tipped. Just not a good game, and it it, it was hard to watch, especially the last last half of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter. It was, it was hard to watch. I feel bad right now, but I know tomorrow will be a new day. Um, this Thunder team's got a lot uh, on the up and up, um, but tonight tonight we can sulk a little bit. Tonight we're allowed to have a bad night. We're about we're allowed to be sad, but it's good that we're all sad because that means the Thunder are somewhat in a non-tanking state. The Thunder are in a state where the next couple of years will be really fun, um, really good basketball being played. Um, and, you know, I'm sure Sam Presti loved it too because you got some guys some good development minutes there at the very end. So, um, while tonight may sting in the short haul, um, big things coming in the long haul. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, we we can touch on this game just a little bit. I mean, listen, I mean Minnesota just took it to the Thunder. I mean, it was they got beat by 25, and it really wasn't uh, even that close tonight uh, with the way the Thunder shot, especially in that. That second half and really just really just all game. I mean, the Thunder took forty threes again uh, tonight. That's just not that's just not their game. That's not their game. They had, I mean, probably what six or seven shots at least, uh, like around the rim that just went all the way in and then came out. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just it. 
they didn't really get the bounces, uh, especially early on, especially for Shea. I mean, Shea was 5-19 and tonight, which that's not him either. I mean, he is uh, almost as efficient as it gets uh, as far as a guard is concerned in the league, but he ended up with 22 points, uh, 7 boards, 3 assists, 3 blocks actually, uh, 2 for Shea, but... Man, it was just just tough to get anything going. I mean, it was such a high on on Wednesday night, and then to uh, kind of have that quick turnaround um, to this night. I, I just, you know, I, the Thunder they deserve to be in the plan, obviously, but with the way they beat the Pelicans. Um, but yeah, I just I, I don't know if they were ready yet. I don't know if they were ready yet to uh, to take that next step, be into uh, to be in the playoffs. Um, against some guys, you know, that had been there, done that, like a Mike Conley, like Rudy Gobert, like some guys that had been there and done that uh, in the league. And I think that just, just kind of, and also too, shout out to Minnesota. They had an insanely better atmosphere in the Target Center than, than what the Thunder saw at the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans yeah. Uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. I think that when you look at the Timberwolves team, like you said, they've got those vets, they got the guys that have been there with that experience, especially the playoff experience. And this Thunder team is so young, man. And I, I hate to just chalk it up to that as as just an experienced team versus a young team because going into this game, I, I thought they had a chance. I thought they had a chance to at least make it a close game, not be a heartbreaker, 25-point loss. Uh, but it was, just, it was just tough. It was really tough, and it did seem like the Thunder, again, like Wednesday night, they're just shooting from three. Like It doesn't seem like they were trying to play their game in that first half. Second half, they kind of... Uh, drove to the lane more and got more points that way. And Shea going to the free throw line a bunch, 12 times, 12-12, by the way. Uh, and also, shout-out SGA, took an elbow to the face when Gobert was coming down. Um, got two cuts, one right above the eyelid, one right below his eye, came back in, like maybe a couple minutes later. So shout-out him for being a tank, a warrior. Like, you did not have to come back into this game, especially when I got this bad. Uh, but he did anyways, and he came back and he tried something, but it, it wasn't enough, man. Yeah, the big question coming into tonight for me was, yes, you're going to be massively oversized against this Minnesota team, but at the same time, you're going to be forcing them to make a decision if they're going to try and go go bear in towns uh, for most of the game and just try and bully ball, or you're going to go um, a healthy influx of one or the other uh, for the entire game. Well, they decided to go both, and I think it's as simple as that. Um, the Thunder got bullied tonight. Um, it's been a common theme uh, throughout the year, having, you know, playing positionless basketball, not having a true center on your team. Um, it's just tough. And when you don't have your superstar on, um, you could see it right there in the assist totals. Thunder only had 19 assists tonight. I mean, yeah. not good. The ball yeah. was very stagnant for the majority of the game, sands a couple runs here and there. But after watching this Minnesota team, because listen, Thunder haven't played Minnesota in four months. So, I mean, it's not like I've been watching Minnesota very much for the right. back half of the season. Um, it surprises me that they weren't, they didn't do better this year than, you know, the play in spot. Of course, they make it to the playoffs, but man, especially with Nas Reed and McDaniels, I know they're out right now, but this is, this is a pretty deep squad. I mean, Mike Conley has been doing great the last couple of games. I mean, I, I'm just very shocked. But with that being said, um, they'll they'll face Denver, um, and I think it's actually a pretty good matchup if you just talk dudes, like yeah. who you're lining up against. I think Denver's going to have their hands full. Yeah, I'm interested in a team that shoots it really well from outside, uh, how they match up against the Timberwolves. So I think I think a team that shoots it well from the outside can give the Timberwolves a ton of problems. I mean, I said it, I said it during the stream, like Rudy Gobert has consistently been played off of the court in the playoffs. 
just because, I mean, he'll play drop coverage, and if you play drop coverage against some of these dudes, some of these guards in the NBA, they're just going to come off that screen and shoot it and make it more often than not, especially when you get, like, uh, into the playoffs whenever you're an eight seed and you're playing a one seed. They're usually going to have a guy. Like, if you play drop coverage um, against Jamal Murray, he's just going to come off that screen, shoot a three, and make it. Like, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. So, um, and, and that's just not the Thunder's game. Um, despite them trying like hell to shoot 43 pointers, uh, that's just, that's just really not the Thunder's game. I mean, it's just also, it's going to be hard to win a game when you shoot 36% from the field and, uh, the other team shoots 52% from the field. So, um, can you guys, can you guys explain yeah. to me, like from a basketball inside basketball perspective, why a team, when they're not good at something, like it's not their game, it's not how they got to this point. Why do they try to change it up? Go for forty three points? Like what? What happened? Well, I think there? I think tonight. I mean, I, I even said it before the game when we were talking. Like I just they were going to have to hit some outside shots early hmm. to try to draw Rudy Gobert out, uh, draw draw Carl Anthony Towns out. Yeah, um, you know, and not pack the paint. I think they were going to try to you know. Spread it out, literally just spread them out by trying to hit some some open shots from the outside because I mean they did get some good uh, open looks early they just they just weren't falling and sometimes it's just not your night and um, I, I think they were trying to do that so they could spread it out and then so they could try to get to the basket. I mean, um, it's just it's just really tough because like I know we can we can bag on on Rudy Gobert all the time and like you know rightfully so for the most part but <laughs> I mean he is a you know two-time defensive player of the year, like, I mean, yeah. for, for a reason. Like, I mean, he is a very good rim protector, uh, one of the best in the in the league. Like, so, I mean, whenever you allow him to, you know, kind of pack the paint and just protect mm-hmm. the rim, that's, it's just, it's tough. He alters so many shots, uh, not only just blocking shots, but he just alters so much because he's so tall and lanky. At the beginning of the game, they were getting to the paint. Um, the only problem was they just weren't hitting the shots. Yeah. And so I just think by default, and, you know, it, it is to a fault, um, they just started settling a little bit, and um, they never really could quite get over the hump uh, in the paint, which obviously was a problem. Then they just kind of sunk into that that three-point mode where you get down by, you know, 12-15, you're like, okay, threes are the only way we're going to get back into this, especially with Shea not being on yeah. his game. So. Um, you, I'll chalk that up to the youngness yeah, of this yeah. team. Um, it's it's definitely a learning point, but it was one that you could see from the beginning that was starting to take shape. For sure. That is Drake Vitito. Got Josh Connett, myself, Matt Burton in the franchise studios for Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. And that, that said postgame show, it rolls on. We're still with you for two more segments coming up on 1077 The Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show on 1077 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Welcome back. Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. Matt Burton, Josh Connett, Drake Vitito hanging out with you for probably another 30 minutes or so. Thunder lose 120-95 to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and their season is over. Vibes are low. I'm not going to lie. Man, Vibes are low, but I, but like I, I said earlier, too, I, I, I've done this four years, four years now, I think. Yeah. I don't know why I'm asking you. Like I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I should know. Before. I yeah, should yeah. know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've done post games for four years now. Yeah. And... Uh, 
This is the first time, you know, since the the Chris Paul season where it's like, mm. you know, dang it, you know, like, yeah. like like dang it, it's it's over. Uh, because the two years in between, I was peek behind the curtain. I was very happy to be done <laughs> with, to be done uh, doing post games for uh, you know yeah. the tank jobs that were happening. Uh, I was sick of watching bad basketball, and um, you know this year it just it, it brought you know a little bit of juice back, a little bit of juice back to me. I wasn't you know kind of like dreading you know <laughs> talking about uh, the games that were about to happen. So uh, this this has just been a, a fun ride, man. Seriously, it's been a fun year uh, covering this Thunder team. Um, and shout out to everyone. I know Jerry sent out the tweet. Shout out to everyone here at the franchise who helps uh, with Thunder coverage, whether that be Brandon Rabar, Daniel Bell, who was actually at uh, Minnesota, and he was at New Orleans on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Ryan Chapman, who was here earlier, to you, Drake and Josh, and then uh, Chloe and as yourself. well. And yeah, well, you know, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I do what I can. Fearless I do what I can. leader. Fearless do what I can. Leader. But no, shout out to everybody uh, from the franchise who covers uh, the Thunder, man. I, I really do think we do the best job. Uh, I mean, we do like, and not to just like toot our own horn, but I mean, yeah. we're, we are at everything. Like I just mentioned, like Daniel Bell, he's been like at every game, every single game, basically he was at our uh, all-star weekend. Uh, he covered J-Dub there. He covered uh, Shea at the, during the all-star game. Like uh, we are boots on the ground all the time, man. We do a great job here. Um, and that's just thanks to all you guys, seriously. Um, but no, this, this, I was, it's it's good to be a little disappointed at the end of a season, right? Like whenever like we can't talk about this team anymore, yeah. and it's uh, just looking uh, till next season. Whereas the last two seasons, I was very happy to be done with post post games. Yeah, I think whenever you said the season is over, it kind of hit me. It hit me real quick right then, uh, because I feel like half of it is it was a really good season. It was a really fun season watching this team play basketball. Like they're super young team, they can literally only go up from here. Getting Chet back next season, hopefully that'll be good. You add him to this team, and hopefully he gels and meshes well, and they just do better next season. And then the other half is doing post game with you guys, so much fun. Like literally, I've enjoyed it so much. Like I have loved going to Flint. Obviously, shout out Flint for hosting us Seriously. all season long. They're the best. Great food, great service. Uh, if you haven't been there, go check it out. Uh, but yeah, just doing post game with you guys, it's been a lot of fun, and I think it's just added to watching this fun team hanging out with you guys so appreciate you guys i've been uh i've been living the dream this season this oh, is yeah. my this is my inaugural season doing Rookie. this basketball is my like it's my love it's my yeah. passion this is like what i do this is one of the main reasons why i i wanted to do sports radio was mm-hmm. talking about basketball and the thunder and just everything that comes with that but had no idea had no earthly idea it would be as much fun as i thought it would be um and it's been amazing uh you guys have definitely helped in that uh matt obviously you're our fearless leader um fact we <laughs> thank you for making you know this this whole especially those first couple weeks seem a whole lot less daunting you right. know you're yeah, very yeah. much you're very much the go with the flow kind of guy and it for definitely sure. helped out those first couple weeks and then josh obviously you're you're literally you literally make this trio run. You're the backbone, bro. I'm just here to I'm just here to talk about sports. That's all I do. That's all we that's all we all do. But you guys have both made you know this whole experience a lot more fun uh, and a lot more easy uh, to a very young Drake. So I thank both of you for that. I love it. I love I'm not, it. I'm not crying. You are a little, a little around the association. Uh, the, the heat beat the bulls. We don't need the music. We don't need the music. Okay. The Thank heat God. beat the bulls. Uh, and the heat will be the eight seed in the East. 
so that was around the association. Uh, the uh, tank commander of the game for we don't have to hit the music either. We'll just we'll, do, we'll do this quick too. Uh, the tank commander of the game was J Dub. Jalen Williams, J-Dev, was a minus 23 tonight. Uh, Shea and Josh Giddy were also minus 22. So, um, yeah, not, just not a great night. Not a great night overall. Hey, this is the NBA. Sometimes you get your ass kicked. <laughs> Sometimes you get your ass kicked. It just happens, you know. Uh, you hate for it to happen, you know, for a chance to go to the playoffs, but um, sometimes you just can't pick and choose when it happens. Sometimes it just happens naturally, and... Uh, you got to roll with the punches. But uh, as far as Tank Commander goes, uh, I am on uh, a little website that we all know and love called hey, Tankathon. all right. Called love Tankathon. The Thunder will have a coin flip um, with the Orlando Magic um, by way of their Chicago Bulls. Um, the Orlando Magic have that pick from the Bulls from uh, the Nikola Vucevic trade, I believe. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be a coin flip to see who has the 11th or 12th best odds. Um, not really much difference, to be honest. If you get if the Thunder get the uh, 11th best odds, they have an 8.5% chance at a top four pick and a 1.8% chance at Victor Wimbanyama, the number one pick. Mm. Uh, if they have 12, they have an 8% chance at a top four pick and 1.7% chance at Victor Wimbanyama. So uh, you're telling me there's a chance, but also... <laughs> Not really. There's there's not really a chance. But um, I mean, just on, on Tankathon's mock draft, some guys around there uh, where the Thunder are gonna be drafting, like Casey Wallace, uh, the point guard from Kentucky, Bryce Sensabaugh, the small forward from uh, Ohio State, Nick Smith Jr., the point guard from Arkansas, Keontae George, the guard from Baylor, which Big Twelve fans around here will remember, can absolutely fill it up. So just some guys to keep in mind there. But uh, really, I mean, just we talked about it a lot, but it's just like. The possibilities are endless. I think this offseason is going to be so much fun. The Thunder have expectations now, and Sam Presti has a million draft picks to work with, and uh, he's got another first-round pick, a lottery pick, uh, to play with as well. And, oh, by the way, the Thunder get $31 million, I believe, in cap space freed up this offseason. So uh, literally so many possibilities and I just know that myself and Thunder fans around there are, are going to go crazy trying to predict what Sam Presti does. Yeah, it could be a crazy offseason. Like you just said, they have that pick. They got $30 million cap space, $31 million, I guess. Uh, Sam Presti's mind is just insane. Like, that man could probably just trade stuff we wouldn't even think about for things that we didn't think we could get. And he, he would do that. Like, it's nothing. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Sam Presti. Amazing person, amazing uh, owner, GM, whatever he is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this offseason could be catastrophic or amazing. Uh, I've I've been a fan since the beginning. Um, so I've learned the biggest thing to worry about during the offseason when it comes to the Thunder is expect the unexpected. You're going to see about 20 different mock drafts yeah. uh, with 20 different names where the Thunder could pick. And if I had to bet my house uh, that I don't own, uh, on who Sam Presti is going to pick, it would be none of the 20 out of the mock drafts right, that I've seen. Right. So for any of those that keep up, you know, like wall-to-wall coverage of like the draft and all that stuff, uh, I would just go into it with an open mind, knowing that the big pieces for the Thunder um, are pretty much in place when it comes to the young, developed talent. Um, you're just missing one, and that's why the 31 mil in cap space is so interesting to me, because... 
yes, they have that much money to spend on someone that wants to be there, but at the same time, you're going to have to be paying these dudes yeah. in a couple of years. So do you go after someone um, that maybe wants to play here that you know is a consistent 20 to 22-point scorer um, that may be like a stretch four or a five, or do you just kind of write it out in the name of development and let your top picks develop into the stars of tomorrow? That's kind of the question. So it'll be interesting to see. I have none of the answers. I'm not going to pretend like I have yep. any of the answers. I'm just going to let it ride uh, and hope for the best. Like I said, I can't hope it because every offseason I'm like, you know what? There's no predicting what Sam Presti's going to do. Like, no one knows except for Sam Presti. And then I end up always falling into the trap of, <laughs> no, this is what Sam Presti's going to do. This makes so much sense. Uh, and he never does it. So, yeah. you know, I, but I just know that. I'm calling it uh, right now on this postgame show. I promise you guys oh. that I will fall into that trap again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will fall into that Good. trap again, and I will try to predict everything that Sam Presti does uh, until I'm blue in the face. I like until it. I'm actually crazy. And I look like Charlie Kelly in, you know, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's got the spider webs all over the wall uh, going crazy, trying to put two and two together. Um, but that's just that's just going to be me. This I'm going to be me. Yeah. A little bit of a non-Thunder around the association question. Playoffs still continue. Thunder fans might not like it. Um, a final matchup that you guys think is going to happen, and who's the winner? Drake, I'll let you take it first, maybe. Bucks, Suns, Suns oh. in... Six. Um Dark Horse the Cavs. Nice. That's that's your team, so good pick. Matt? I also have Buck Sons. Really? Yes. I hate this because I was literally thinking the same thing and I hate and it. And here I'll go different. I'll go Buck okay. I'll go uh Celtic Suns. Okay. I'll go Celtic Suns. Suns win. I think the Suns fully yeah. healthy are just just too good. They, if it's they, Suns, I, don't, I don't think they have a weakness whenever it, they're fully healthy. If it's Phoenix Boston six or seven? Or are you think if they do Boston, I go, go five. Go, yeah, I'll yeah. go gentleman sweep or six. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Buck Suns, like I just said. Uh, probably Suns, obviously in six. I want to say I think they beat the Bucks pretty good. Uh, Dark Horse, though, I'm gonna go the West Warriors just because. Yeah, I mean that's I know just you can't because. count them out. You can't count them they out. might be the six seed, but they're not. Like they're not. They got that playoff experience. They've been there before. They could beat any any of these teams on any day. I think. I mean, how how fun, too, are some of the matchups? Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, like, the first round, you get the Suns and the Clippers. KD Russ? Suns and the Clippers. Now, granted, the Clippers aren't going to have Paul George, I don't I don't believe, yep. uh, for that first round matchup, which which sucks, because uh, that, e- that would be even better. Uh, but I still think it's going to be fun. Kawhi versus KD. Like, I mean, you know, Russ in the equation against KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Clippers are just a deep team, man. They're absolutely deep team. And then you have... Yeah, like you said, the Warriors and the Kings, man. Uh, the Kings, the newcomers to the party, but the yeah. three seed, they've been kind of rolling. This Sacramento's season. gonna be loud AF. Yes, the, it will be. the loudest arena in NBA history. Yes, it will be. It will be absolutely loud. And uh, as you know, things have shown the Warriors just can't win a game on the road for whatever reason. Yeah. Like I think the last I checked, I don't know what they ended up. The last I checked, it was with like a couple games to go in the season. They were nine and thirty. Yeah, I think, away from home. I think they finished with ten. They were, that is they insane. Got double digits though. That is insane. But I think they were like them and like the Rockets had like the worst away record. Them, the Rockets, and the Spurs. Yeah, so the tanking teams and the Warriors, uh, the Grizzlies, Lakers, with all their drama. 
mm-hmm. is going to be fun. I mean, the the Shannon Sharp, Dylan Brooks thing <laughs> earlier in the year and John Morant, uh, all those guys, that is going to be a fun matchup, man. And then, uh, yeah, the Nuggets taking on the Timberwolves. You know, Gobert versus Jokic, Towns, all those guys. That'll be fun to watch. You got the uh, the Bucks and the Heat, which is going to be ugly. Like, the the Heat are just going to try to ugly that up. Uh, but I think the Bucks should have no problem. The they Cavs, Knicks, sweep. That's Cavs interesting. Knicks is going to be a very interesting series. That's going to be, be like the one that no one cares about, but I do. Right, but you definitely. Like the mainstream might, media doesn't care about Cavs, Knicks. Yeah. I think that might turn into one of the best round one matchups, though, honestly. Yeah, no, I that's going to be fun. I got the Cavs in five. Cavs in five? Cavs in six. Cavs in six. Oh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, for Cavs, me, Cavs uh, six. Sixers, Nets, I mean, Ben Simmons isn't even playing, so there's not really any, was. not really any drama there. I think the Sixers roll. Yeah. Uh, the Nets have been pretty good, but they just I, I think the Sixers are too good Indeed. for them. But uh, and then I think the Celtics roll the Hawks. To be completely honest, sorry Ryan Chapman, but so uh, I think the Celtics roll. That a lower seed beats a higher seed. Are, I, I assume everybody's going Lakers over Grizzlies. I'd probably no. go Warriors mm, over Kings. Yes, I would go Warriors Kings. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. we were picking, I would go Warriors Kings. Got gotcha. you. Um, but yeah, there was your uh, playoff talk, a little bit of a playoff around the association. Thank you, Josh. No problem. Uh, for dubbing it that. But one more segment. You know the vibes on 1077 The Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes. You know the vibes. Fellas, it's only right. It's only right that we just get straight into it. Let's get a vibe check, man. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I, think, I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's, your, that's, your, that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Drake. Start us off. I'm kind of torn. Do we do a vibe check for tonight? You can do whatever or you want. Or a vibe check for the season? or You, you can do you whatever can, you'd you like. You can give two if you'd like. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Bad vibes. I mean, the bad vibes is just the game tonight, right? I mean, bad like, vibes. Just, bad know. vibes is the game tonight. Um, after the performance against the Pels, uh, Sorry, if we're, if we're have, just talking bad vibes about this game, it's just the game as a whole, right? Yeah, so the, you game, do, the game you as a whole. You can do bad vibes, blanket, whatever you, whatever you want. Bad vibes is uh, April fourteenth, twenty twenty three, for the game of <laughs> for, the, for the game of basketball in the state of Oklahoma. Um, I was, I think, I drank the Kool Aid a little bit um, after the win against the Pels. It was a good win, don't get me wrong, but it, at the end of the day, Minnesota just. Was, was a bad matchup. Was, yeah. was just a horrible matchup for this Thunder squad, even without uh, Nas Reed or Jalen McDaniels. Um, but I say that just knowing that, you know, in the next five or six, five or six years, Oklahoma City is probably going to be sitting a lot more prettier than the Minnesota Timberwolves are uh, after tonight's win. Yep. And that's what gets me through the night. Um, so bad vibes uh, tonight's game. Um, good vibes. I'm going to give it to... I'm going to stick with tonight's game. I'm going to give it to J-Dub. Um, just because uh, it was a stinker for him against the Pels. Uh, I wouldn't say a stinker. He didn't have... It wasn't what we're used to seeing J-Dub 
uh, usually put out on the floor. But it, nonetheless, it was two games for him where he got some quote-unquote play-in slash playoff experience. He got to play the game of basketball in arenas with sold-out crowds. Um, he got to be an integral piece in a team that, you know, down the stretch, no one thought they'd be there. Um, no one thought they'd be, you know, sitting at 40 wins on the season, playing meaningful basketball. Um, and tonight, he bounced back, just like he had the entire season if he got a stinker of a game. He ended up with 17 points on 5 of 10 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. I mean, it's everything that we've come to love about J-Dub throughout the season. I mean, he, he does a little bit of everything, and he does a little bit of everything very well. So, bad vibes tonight goes to the game itself. Good vibes goes to Mr. Jalen Williams of Santa Clara. Yeah, bad vibes. I will also stick to Drake. My first one will just be games itself because that was not fun to watch. That was very hard to watch. Didn't enjoy it. Didn't really enjoy it. I didn't think that's the way the Thunder should go out in the season that they had. I get they shouldn't have been here, but they were here. Like They, they should have fought, I think, a little harder, and they tried, but it, it wasn't enough against this Timberwolves team. Uh, but my real bad vibes, I'm going to go Josh Giddy tonight because 2 of 13 from the field, 0 of 4 from deep, 6 points, 4 assists, 5 rebounds. Just, he couldn't play his game. He couldn't do it. He had a 30-point triple-double almost last game against the Pelicans. Played really good in a game where the Thunder also didn't start that good. Um, so I kind of had expectations of him to do that again. And it is his first playoff experience, play in, but playoff game, playoff atmosphere. Um, so I shouldn't expect that from him. But man, that first playoff game or playoff experience that he had, he almost had a 30-point triple-double. So my expectations were a little high from that game. Uh, good vibes, though. I'm going to go SGA. It should be for the entire season. I'm going to go tonight, obviously, though. He gets that elbow to the face, getting that laceration above and below the eye. That's got to hurt. That's got to sting. Uh, even Coach Mark, I think Daniel tweeted, he also had a chipped tooth during that play. So that's another thing, which I know tooth pain is not fun. Um, so, yeah, he comes back in. He, he starts driving, starts getting some momentum. It wasn't enough, obviously. Still lost by 25. But he's a tank. He's a commander of this team. He's a leader. And I think that's exactly what this team needs, which is him coming back out after that injury and showing that, guys, let's just go out there and let's try something. Like, let's just let's just keep trying. And I, I appreciate that from him. So bad vibes, whole game, and also Josh Giddy. Good vibes, SGA for the whole season, but also tonight for coming back after that injury. For sure, for sure. Uh, bad vibes, uh, this game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this game, this game. Uh, you know, shooting 36% from the field, you know, like I said, I just, all around, they just got their ass kicked. I mean, basically, yeah. um, my bad vibes, too, for, you know, if we're doing an actual one, um, man, it's going to be the bench shooting because they, they really needed, like we, we were talking about earlier, too, like they needed Isaiah Joe to be good. They needed, if Lindy Waters got in, they needed him to be good. They needed Dario Saric to come in and hit some outside shots. Uh, those three were a combined two of 13 from behind the arc. That's just, that's what they needed. Yeah. They, they needed some guys to come in off the bench, mm. uh, hit some shots from the outside, and uh, try to space the floor a little bit, man. Um, and they just they didn't, didn't have it tonight. Didn't have it tonight. 13 of 40 uh, from beyond the arc as a team. 40 is just too many. 
for this Thunder team, but you know, it's okay. It's okay because my good vibes. Yes. It's the future. <laughs> I love That's right. That. My good vibes is the future uh, of this Thunder team. Man, um, this Thunder team uh, owns 15 first-round picks in the next five drafts. SGA was an all-star and is probably going to be first-team All-NBA based on like the early uh, results. J-Dub, probably going to finish second in Rookie of the Year voting. Uh, they won 40 games this season uh, with 14 players under the age of 25. And we got to say it because we got to meet our quota. <laughs> nice. Chet Holmgren <laughs> is going to be in the lineup. Good vibes. The good vibes of the future, man. I like that. I'm excited. I'm excited Put on those blue and orange shades, man. This 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 future is bright. The Thunder <laughs> future is bright, man. And I uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch uh, this Thunder team not only next year but for many years to come because they are set up for uh, for a ton of success. I know we're gonna do some stuff, lottery, draft, all of that. Can we just get our very early season record next year? Very early. Oh, way too early. No, way too early. Count? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna do. They're hitting that fifty. I'm not even gonna do. I'll, that I'll say they're hitting. <laughs> okay. I don't know if they're hitting fifty, but hey, ten more games. You're stri- yeah, you gotta strive for strive for something. I'll you give know? them more games. Strive for something. I'll go. <laughs> give me forty five. Fall into my trap. Forty five. <laughs> forty five. Thank you. I'll, I'll go my trap. You know what? I'll go fifty. Nice. We're on a fifty burger. I'll go forty five. I'll go forty five. Also, shout out to uh, to ex- as an extension of good vibes. Uh, Mark Dagnall is the best coach the Thunder have ever had. Ever? I yes. I subscribe. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't, easily. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's particularly close either. Listen, I, I'm going to be honest here. No, not Scott Brooks. <laughs> Once I saw that Mark Dagnall could draw up a, an out of bounds play from the baseline or right. the sideline, anyway. I said, "Congrats, you yeah. got the reward. Yeah. Uh, you did it. Um, it didn't you take win. much." And not only that, guys have just gotten better. Yeah, top to bottom, guys have gotten better. Simply put, I mean, I, I just. Especially the guys that they need to get better have gotten better. I mean, shout out Chip England for coming in. I know him and him and Josh Giddy were probably attached to the hip this this season. That's an addition, um, and that is a, that's an absolute steal of an addition there because uh, Josh Giddy needed it, and he's gotten better from the outside. I just I don't know all the guys that they needed to get better got better, um, and by a ton in my in my opinion. And uh, they hit an absolute grand slam with uh, drafting J Dub. So. And guys, stealing Isaiah Joe from the Sixers. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just guys, all the steals yeah, in there. yeah. Uh, any final thoughts in our final postgame, Drake? I'll start with you. Much like the Thunder next season, we will be back. Future's bright. All three of us. Um, let's see. This would be my. This will be my second next year. Josh's third, and your That's fifth. Fifth. That's crazy. So much like the Thunder, we are also developing. We are. <laughs> we are in our young. We yep. are in our young years. Absolutely. Still chasing after championships, just like the Thunder. Uh, it's been a fun. It's been a fun year, guys. Uh, I, I said it in the first segment. You guys only made it easier. Uh, I'm already counting down the days till next season. Hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I guess Matt in this situation is SGA. Thank you for leading us this year, being that fourth, fifth year. You're guy. Josh Giddy, the second year I am guy. Josh Giddy. Drake yep. is the Grand Slam J-Dub. home run. J Dub. Yes. That we hit. Wow. What a, what, Drake. A, what a team we are. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, shout out you guys. I have loved getting to do this with you guys, learn with you guys, and just do this post game with you guys. It's been a really, really fun season. And like I said, guys, we've got stuff. We've got lottery. 
We've got the draft. We've got some stuff. Hopefully that'll mend that uh, bridge to be a little closer to next season. But yeah, seriously, I mean it. I mean just to piggyback and kind of reiterate <laughs> what echo everything you guys have said. I mean uh, this has been a ton of fun. I mean I remember starting this. Uh, producing this very show with uh, Brady Trantham and Madison Morris, and I mean they're they're always going to be the goats to me, man. They're they're awesome. They treated me awesome. Uh, they're still still uh, dear friends to this day. So shout out to them. And then uh, you know moving on from them to uh, Christine and you, Josh. Yeah. I mean just an awesome crew. Still still love Christine. I know she's absolutely killing it. Uh, and she she's really got the is. golden touch because the the team she went up to go cover won the national title. So <laughs> so uh, she's got the golden touch. So shout out to Christine Butterfield, uh, and then shout out to you guys, man. Uh, this just you know uh, this post game show is just uh, it, it gets it, it just stays good, man. Stays good. It's a well oiled machine at this point, but uh, it's due to you guys, man. Seriously, thank you. Like uh, Josh this is your first time, really. Like you know, stepping behind the mic, you did a great job, man. Like I, I know you you produced, you talked a little bit last year, but uh to know see where you were from then till now like it's night and day difference it's man. A bit of a and then, blow up. yeah and then drake i mean dude you stepped in killed it he was a little little prodigy the franchise playboy man uh but no shout out to you guys man you make this you make this a ton of fun and uh again like drake said i'm counting down the days counting down the days until next season but uh we will have stuff for the draft lottery night we'll have stuff for the draft night uh so it's not it's not it's not goodbye and plus too. This is a good time to shout out that we do have a podcast, OKC82. Very we normally true. just post uh, our post games there, but uh, in the off season, I like to do at least one or two podcasts a week. Uh, so I'm sure I'll have you guys on at some point doing that. Uh, we'll have to check in with our good friend Derek Parker, um, who does a ton of draft stuff. Like I, I think I like do deep dives and like dive pretty deep on the mm-hmm. NBA draft. It's nothing compared to what Derek Parker does. So he goes in the deep uh, yes, yes, yes. He, he goes into the deep, deep waters. So uh, pay attention pretty soon. We'll have a, uh, a podcast coming out with, uh, with Derek. Um, because if I ask him, he, he better show up. Like, I mean, he better show up. He was an intern here uh, at the yeah. franchise fan. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, shout out it. Go subscribe. OKC 82 on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, it will come out there. Uh, we will be posting heavy on there in a podcast form and not just our post games. So, uh, shout out to all you guys for, uh, for listening to us, making this, uh, season, a ton of fun. Uh, Twitch streams will return next season. Uh, so that will be a ton of fun as well. But for Drake Vitito, for Josh Connett, and for myself, Matt Burton, this has been your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show.